Yas Brothers production. Follow us on Twitter at The Yas Brothers. Get all our content on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, and SoundCloud at Ask Bros. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to smash that subscribe button. We're by, we're back, we're live. It's the Friday Ass. Joining me as ever, Corey. How we doing, mate? I'm good. I'm good. Happy Friday, guys. How you, how you doing, Mike? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. It's it's Friday, and I, you know that film Friday. You know, it's, it's, like, it's yeah, Friday. I've already watched it. I've already watched it 25 times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's that say? Yeah, it's Friday. You've got no job. You got fuck all the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. The job wise, I have got a job, but it's just I've got fuck all to do on a Friday. I've got fuck all to do. Yeah, yeah. That that that. Everyone, everyone's um. Pretty much got you know, fuck all to do on a Friday. Relating to that at the moment, yeah. <laughs> anyone else? If anyone in the comments or anything like that have got something to do on a Friday, please let us know. If you're watching this, you probably haven't got anything to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is, you know, it's last resort. Yeah, this is the last resort. It's the Friday ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called that for a reason. <laughs> it's the last resort. Right. We'll get on to it. We'll, uh, we'll get on to last night's uh, Europa League game. Uh my blood pressure's finally going down. My heart level's finally sort of leveling out. How are you feeling about it? Yeah, yeah, it's the same. Um, up until, you know, those um, those last few minutes, I was, you know, fearing the worst. I, um, I thought, here we go. I was ready. I was, you know, I had my rant all prepared about Arteta <laughs> and, you know, 10 reasons why he needs to be sacked today. But then... Luckily enough, because of our boy Saka and Abamyang, I, I tore it up, and we're we're through. Thank thank goodness. Um, we I've made. Still, I've still got mine for a rainy day, mate. Oh yeah, <laughs> my, my statements all there for a rainy day. <laughs> Look, I enjoy writing it. I enjoy writing it, so I don't mind tearing it up and starting over again. You know, what I mean, adding <laughs> more reasons to it. But yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it's you know it's squeaky bum time. It was like you know I I was feeling like we were going to be out. I just thought this is typical. Do you know what I mean? We a tie that we should have been in control of. Um, we started off well. Um, you know, Bamiang early goal, Saka great assist, great pass. You know, to um to find him just like you know nice little chip over the keeper, and I'm like yes, here yeah. we go. I'm thinking that we just we just control it from there, but no, you know. We gave, you know, gave away that free kick, a bit silly. Um, but their their player, he took it well. You know, it's a really good um, free kick. So it's like, all right, so game on. Um, but then our boy Tierney, who, you know, has is emerging as like one of the more important players in the team when he plays, um, pops up, nice goal. Um, I'm not crediting William with an assist because, he, you know, he just, it's just a simple pass. I'm not going to give him no credit. But Satini still had to do a lot of work, shift it onto the left foot um, in that smash corner. Smash it past two players. Yeah, smash it past two players. Back. It's like, nice. And um, so then we thought, all right, cool. All right, the order is restored. Let's just, you know, guys, let's just see it out, you know. But Sabayas didn't get the memo. You know, like, you know, where's he looking? Look, look both ways. Your parents always told you, look both ways. Yeah, and he didn't. You know what I mean? So yeah, that when guy you're crossing the road, what do you do? Yeah, exactly. Or when ways. a player is, when their opposition player is making a run, do you know what I mean? You have to look both ways as well. Yeah. So, yeah, he um, he fucked it up. 
he was through. I was like, oh shit. That's when I, I really thought, okay, it's it's just not our it's not a day, it's not a week, it's not a month, it's not a season. But Saka again, you know, what a ball. Bamiang didn't have much to do. You know, I mean, he's just been the right place, right time. Anybody scoring that. Um, what a ball. This boy <laughs> just saved our season. So um in the end, you have to be happy with that. But you know, going into the next leg, we have got to do a lot better. Concentration levels have to be a lot better. Um, otherwise, that you know, the next round is where is where we is where we got out. Yeah, and well, speaking of the next round, we've got uh, Olympiacos. Uh, that the draw was done today, and we've actually well, that's it. We found out we got Olympiacos away the first round and at home the second round. Uh, the first first round of that, or the first first leg. We played on the eleventh of Thursday, the eleventh of March. So one to look sort of look forward to because it could be a bit of payback on that one because they knocked us out last season. Yeah, yeah, you know, because this because it just got announced, I ain't really got a chance to really look at Olympiacos and what they've been doing this season. Oh, we, we don't give a shit about that just yet. We haven't got that far. Yeah, fuck it. Who am I kidding? I've got my showers on. It's redemption, <laughs> mate. It's all about redemption. You know, but I said that about Aston Villa. Yeah, I? and as, and these players, these players prove to be like soft as wet tissue paper. You know, <laughs> the they, they don't, the army, mate. Yeah, That's they don't believe in revenge. You know, they believe in turning the other cheek and and practicing forgiveness. So yeah. you know, what I mean, I I can't put that kind of faith in the players that they would like, actually have it on their mind to actually go out and you know do to them what they did to us. So, um, but if it's going to be our years, then you know. It's Dennis our year, and you know, we'll and we have to dispatch them. I do like an away game first, you know. I like it's always that's always better. Yeah, it's always nice to have that little, you know, that away goal, isn't it? You know, it's always nice to have that in your back pocket. Yeah, exactly. So as long as we get it, as long as we get it, um, it. we have to we have to wrap Saka up in cotton wool um, before then. You know, I would be tempted. You know, in the league games prior to that, to those, to those Olympiacos matches, I'll be, I'll be tempted not to play him. I think we really, you know, we've got past Benfica. We really have to sort of concentrate on this competition now. So, um, yeah, he's he's too important to risk. So I would limit his time in the Premier League. Yeah, this is the thing, isn't it? It's uh, well, we'll get on to Leicester in a bit um, because we have got them coming up next on Sunday. So we'll we'll get into that in a bit. But to carry on. With the Europa League and stuff, it's yeah, you know, we only just overcome Benfica. And if you look at what we would have said beforehand, before we even played Benfica the first leg, I think many of us Arsenal fans would have said, Oh, yeah, we should, we should get through them, not necessarily walk through them, but we should overcome Benfica. But it took a lot and it took a moment of genius from one of our young players to do that. So it's just like you say, we do have to sort of wrap him up in cotton wool because I agree. I think the league's gone. Uh, there's only so many games left. Uh, we was discussing, weren't we, before we started the show that the last game is actually on the 23rd of May. So we haven't got much time left to do anything in the league anyway. Even if we gave it our all, it's it's going to be a bit of a struggle. Yeah, in, if you're looking at form, you're looking at teams that are really looking to do something in the league. They're all above us at the moment. Um, I, I, you know, I don't see what we tenth, eleventh. 
I don't see 11th, us 11th, yeah. So I don't see all those teams all of a sudden form just falling completely off and ours yeah. really picking up and us overtaking them. I think where we are right now is about where we're going to finish, which is absolutely disgraceful. You yeah. know, it's, it's disgraceful. I don't, I was, um, I was talking to another um, Guna and they were having a bit of a, um, uh, an argument with somebody on Facebook because that person, you know, called my friend uh, a glory hunter because they were upset that, you know, we were in a level place and it's probably where you're going to finish. And I was like, what? <laughs> Do you know, like, it, some people actually believe that this is acceptable, that Arsenal Football Club, the Invincibles, the, you know, double winning how many times team are now in 11th place after spending a shitload of money. And um, and that's cool. So I think, um, that's, I think that's just where we're at. I don't think, well, I, I figured we won't get top four this season. I said it from the start. I was saying we'll probably get top six at best. Not really looking to be getting that this season so far. There is, there is still chance and there is still time to do it. There, you know, it's an outside chance. It's going to take a small miracle to do something like that. But there is an outside chance we can do it. I, I agree with you there. I'm not. I'm not happy that the fact that we were going to be finishing, you know, the bottom of the top half or the top of the lower half of the table. I don't think anyone's going to say that they're happy about that. I think it's not just happy, but acceptance. It's just, you know, it's just where we're it's at. Sort of, look, yeah, it's an acceptance. Some, hmm. you know, some some people accept that they can only make love to their wife like once a month. Yeah, that doesn't make it right. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you gotta, you know, you gotta aim higher. You gotta like, just get something. (laughs) See, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. People like they, they over time they sort of become accepting of certain things. You know, like oh, it used to be great. You know, you know, it's um, you know, a two minute fumble like once a month, and um. You know, you, that shouldn't be the case. You should always be looking to keep that fire, keep that spice, you know. And Arsenal haven't done that. And the, and the fan base, some of the fan base, um, I feel like just a bit too, you know, they're not demanding enough. So <laughs> we talk about the board and we have problems with the board because we don't feel like they're ambitious enough. But don't let that rub off onto us. Do you know what I mean? we Our memory shouldn't be that... <laughs> Here's Mike Hurts for that once a month. Who is that looking? Mike, <laughs> Mike, I need to talk to you, bro. Yeah, go down on your lady. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's our relationship advice from Mike Scunny. Yeah, don't take it. <laughs> don't take it. But yeah, it's um. So now here we are in the Europa League. You know, it's a long shot for us to win it. There's still some good teams in it. Um, yeah, there is. And before you go on to anything else, mate, I'm just going to say the uh, obviously the round 16 draw, um, the other teams in it are left. You've got Ajax versus uh, Young Boys. You've got Dynamo Kiev versus Villarreal. Roma, Shakhtar, Olympiacos, Oz, Dynamo Zagreb uh, against Tottenham. Manu versus Milan. I think they got the hard draw there, to be fair, out of all of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Slavia Prague, is it? Yep. Versus Rangers and Granada versus Molde. We've got quite lucky with the draw, but it's the the issue is it's obviously it, do we get that redemption back? You know, 
they did beat us last season. Can we sort of uh, can we get through this? Sorry, I've just seen a comment here from DWTT. Cheers for that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Wife is yeah, we... go down, not in a good way. <laughs> yeah, this is you know what. Um, like I said, Arsenal ain't got that that backbone. Arsenal, if he if he was a person, if Arsenal was a person, he would let a guy come up and pinch his girl's ass in the street, yeah, and then say, um, don't, you know, love, don't say nothing. Let's just go. Let's just go home, right? Do you know what I mean? He, they just they just take it. They take a beating and it doesn't affect them. It doesn't... You're going to put some girl's ass in the street, mate. You're going to take a beating. <laughs> <laughs> but you see my point? You know, they, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't defend their woman's honour because they don't have that honour, this team. Mm. You know, they don't have that, that fire in them. So... Yeah, revenge. Hopefully, we do get it, but I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that's gonna be at our minds. But us fans, we want it definitely. Yeah, we definitely want some revenge because we're a team that if Arsenal should be able to, if we were in the, if we're in the Greek league, we should be able to walk it. It should be a piece of piss to us. So you know, the the, the champions of that league shouldn't be able to like to to mix it with us. But we know that's that's not the case. Yeah, that, that's the issue, isn't it? And I did see a comment a minute ago, but I can't seem to find it now, about uh, in between our Europa games, we've got Tottenham, but um, I'm trying to see who did it, and I can't, can't seem to find it. I don't know if it's gone or... Oh, there it is, uh, from Brian. He says, uh, head to Greece on Thursday and play in the Spuds on Sunday night. I think we've got to look at as well, Tottenham go to Croatia on the same on that Thursday as well, so... You know, it's it's a case of obviously who, who turns up on that for the uh, Tottenham game. I think we'll discuss that a little bit more when we get to that. You know, the Friday before the Tottenham game. But yeah, it's the good thing is we Arsenal and Tottenham are in the same boat in that because we're both in the Europa League. So yeah, it's uh, it's going to be it's going to be difficult regardless. But it's you know, there's tiredness and everything else from you know from the flights and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's going to play on both factors. Yeah, we've we've been, we've been doing this. We've been doing this for years now in the Europa League. You know, uh, so. three is it three seasons now? We've been in the Europa League. Feels like it. I think it's yeah, yeah it's three seasons now. I think I was having yeah, a discussion with someone about it uh, about it the other day. Actually, I think yeah, I think it's three seasons we've been in the Europa League now. It's yeah. So um, shame in it because I'm so used to. I was talking to someone else about it actually as well. The uh, the Europa League uh, intro music. I said, "Don't it in it crap compared to the Champions League mm-hmm. <laughs> intro music?" We're like, we haven't heard the Champions League one for God knows how long, and I'm I'm the same. I'm, I don't know, I'm the same as quite a lot of other people. I don't tend to watch many other games unless it, it, on the Arsenal. There's very few that I watch in between, so I haven't really heard the Champions League intro music for God knows how long. Like say three years now, three four years. Mm, yeah, there's nothing good about playing in the Europa League. Nothing. <laughs> Just the money at the end of it, if you win, that's it. Yeah, but you get a bit of change. But do you know what I mean? It's like playing in the Europa League means that the, the league games are always on a Sunday. See you know what I mean? Mm. It's like... Yeah, that's the worst bit. Poor Stop Arsenal fans, when, when, we're, when, they were at, when we're actually able to go to matches, do you know what I mean? Having a piss up on a Sunday ain't the same as having a piss up on a Saturday. Do you know no. what I mean? So, no, but, um, I can't remember when it was actually. You've just reminded me there well, when you're going on when you're going to games and stuff. But in the gate, uh, and I think you're allowed so many fans out. You from March time? Is it March or April? We'll see. 
I'm not entirely sure. I can't. Someone, to, I, I did read it somewhere, but I can't remember what it was in the UK. You can have, uh, I think it was up to ten thousand fans in a, in a stadium at some some point soon, which mm-hmm. which is nice. Don't get me wrong, and I, and I think it's like a week later or so, or a couple of days later, you're allowed the full full whack in the stadium. So I don't know how that works in the UK. I ain't got a clue. You're allowed ten thousand one one day and potentially ninety thousand in Wembley uh, the next. As far as I was aware, it's, it's with nothing until before you know June. Yeah, is it June? Is was, it? Yeah, it was June. Where oh, just in time life, for the, could be, uh, life could go back to normal. Yeah, just in time for um, Euro, the Euros. Yeah. Not Europa, the Europa, the Euros. Um, the Euro, yeah. They're going to be held in the UK now. Well, there's yeah. a big talk on it, yeah. There's a lot of talk saying that it's, it's going to be done in the UK. Whether or not that's true or not, I don't think anything's been decided yet. So if anyone in the chat who, who knows anything about that, then by all means, uh, share it across. Um, but yeah, as far as I'm aware, I know England are trying to get the full host of it because it was meant to yeah. be throughout Europe, wasn't it? In different stadiums. Okay, this, look, this any... It was meant to be last year, wasn't it? But... Yeah, if that's the case, if there's any stewards in the chat, you know, and uh, if you if you, if you want a little five or a tenner to sneak me in, um, <laughs> private message me on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, just just sort us out a steward's coat. We'll be <laughs> yeah, or steward's coat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, just sort us out that and about and a badge. You know, just a swipe. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, exactly. Someone's got a ring and stick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sort it from there. We'll sort it from there. Mm. But yeah, well. As it comes down to it, we are going to get into the next game, which is Leicester. Leicester away. Oh, I, I, I hate Leicester away because I've been to the last two, three Leicester away games and we've lost all of them. <laughs> yeah, and that last one, Stevie Wonder could see how we was going to lose that match, you know? <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding. Yeah, it's so obvious to everybody who's watching it. It's like, oh, okay, this is, this is what's going to happen, by the way, this is, you know, unfolding. Um, I was so pissed off. I was just sitting there watching it, like, okay, all right, you know. I was in right the into their hands. <laughs> Where's your? Uh, no, not the last one, was I? I can't remember now. Yeah. I don't know. If it, yeah, it's one of the last games I went to in 2020. Mm. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, so it was one of, yeah, one of the last games I went to in 2020. So it was just before it all started kicking off, and uh, yeah, I was I was in the stands, and I was pretty peed off we are welcome ryan he's finally joined us how we doing mate what's going on good 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 um kind of getting my uh my pulse in check after that game yesterday kind of wild i don't know what you guys i haven't listened so i don't know what you guys talked about but yeah I'm... you see that you just join in you don't listen uh i you listened to like i listened in the car right home for five minutes and then uh my fiance kind of was like what the what are, we, what are we doing here what i didn't know i didn't know where we're moving to england i was like yeah all right cool all right. well she put, up, she put on taylor swift so i got i get overruled sorry uh you see you know who wears the trousers in that relationship <laughs> yeah i'll, I'll openly As we was talking she earlier on about balls. relationships and everything else you know <laughs> she has both my balls 24 7 see so i won't see, lie mike this guy Ryan, Ryan is the equivalent of you know Arsenal if he was a man. Yeah, once a month. Yeah, that's you know fair. I mean? yeah. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I can't argue that yeah. one. No back, no backbone. <laughs> no backbone. Once a month, if that. <laughs> yeah, and he's not even married yet. Yeah. Oh, what's gonna get worse? <laughs> yeah, that is, that is way that is way worse. 
mate. Right, we'll we'll catch you up quick, and we'll just get your quick thoughts on Benfica, and then we were just moving into Leicester, but we'll go on to that in a sec. So we'll just get your quick quick thoughts, mate, on the Benfica game. Uh, go. Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> it, 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 it was it was interesting. Um, so I did a, a post game with uh with Tanner on his channel, uh, BG Media, and I was you know watching the game. We were, you know, they scored. Uh, I think Silva, the mistake from Ceballos, I was screaming. Um, and the entire time I was I was going to myself, I'm like, how what am I gonna say? What am I gonna do? You know, am I Arteta out? Like, well, how can I defend him? I can't defend him. And you just yeah, yeah, I've gone through all these emotions and I'm and I'm just like, how how am I gonna articulate myself? Because I don't know how to feel. I, I I didn't expect to lose to Benfica. And Saka got the ball on the right side. He's he's going into the 18, and I'm thinking to myself. Because uh, on the same old Arsenal USA show on Tuesday, we were talking kind of about, you know, Saka on the right, Saka on the left. You know, I think Saka's good on both sides. And um, one of our – one of our uh, uh, somebody in the comments was talking about how, like, oh, Saka's so much better on the right. His stats are twice as good. And then I was saying to myself, I'm like, Saka really hasn't really done too much on the right this game besides his assist to Aubameyang. And boom, Aubameyang heads in and they score. I'm like, what's going on? Now, I'll preface this and say, during the 20 minutes uh, that I was figuring out, giving therapy to myself on how I'm going to talk about, I was hugging my little friend here. Uh, I don't know if we could say, Miss little little poop pillow. It's kind of it's kind of huge, yeah. But it's funny because I was holding on to it and I was just like miserable. And uh, when we scored, I you know the humping started and now it's got a hole, uh, which I will not show the camera. I will not show the viewers. Um, you know, moved from the kitchen to my uh, my pillows, and uh, I couldn't be any more happy. I couldn't be more excited. But you know, uh, I was still disappointed with the performance. I wasn't happy. Um, you know, we kind of played that U shape that U shape shit that we like to do, which pass it around, pass it around. And we had we had zero, and I mean zero. I would even go negative if there was a possibility. We had zero presence in the center of the field, zero. Um, and that's kind of – I kind of soured on Odegaard this game too. I mean, I, I'm not off him completely. I think he could definitely do stuff for us. I'm excited to see what he can do still. But I was really disappointed on his positioning. He was on the right side the entire game. Him, and, him Saka, and Bellerin were like too close. To, they, they don't practice social distancing. They were way too close for me. And, you know, with the SR constantly on the left, because that's just what that's, that was his position, we had zero presence in the midfield. And – I, we also had like a pregame show, and I said, I said, I don't care if Partey doesn't start. We don't need him. We should still win. It's fine. Halftime, I could not have been any more wrong. We needed his presence in the center. Odegaard wasn't giving that to us. I thought Odegaard would be enough. He was. He wasn't even in the field. I think if we had Partey, I think the game could have been closed at, at, on the first half. I think that was our biggest, our biggest issue. I think we just had zero presence, and we were just pinging, pinging to the left, pinging to the right, pinging to the left, pinging to the right. Yeah, they're, they're they're poop pillows. They're 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 comfortable, um, but yeah. So that was my biggest. I, I was very upset with how we played. I mean, as much as as happy as I was, we scored so late in the game. We move on. You know, uh, in America, we have a, we have a college basketball tournament. It's called March Madness. Um, the the motto of the tournament is survive and advance, and that's exactly what we did: survive and advance. Um, <laughs> that's good. I like that. That's good. Um, but yeah, I I might call it Tottenham or Mrs. Tottenham. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, but yeah. But overall, no, I, you know, I'm, I'm, happy. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy we won. Don't get me wrong. But you know, uh, questions I think still need to be asked a little bit. Um, 
I, I really now I think m- where I'm at is I need I need to see Partey and Odegaard play, and I need to see I just need to see our best I would say five or six players play because they have not played together yet. Our our best five or six players have not played together yet, so I think we need to see what we got. We got we got to see what's going on. Um, but yeah, our tactics were uh, were a little disappointing, and I mean. I'm sure you guys talked about the William sub, which, which yeah, he didn't play bad, so that was good. But uh, I would have brought Martinelli or Pepe on. That's just me, <laughs> as everybody else. But yeah, that's, that's really all I got. No, no, that's that's fine, mate. If uh, that's how you saw it. <laughs> oh, why? Why? We, we why? pretty, pretty much said what wrong? we needed to say. So uh, <laughs> we said what we needed to say. But yeah, yeah, if that's how you saw it, just wanted to get your quick insight on it. Yep. Uh, there is a question for you here, though, Ryan. From Mike. Uh, Ryan, ask the guys who gets the armbar when Auburn is rested. So I'll preface this by saying uh, on the same old Arsenal show on Tuesday, Mike Hurz, who was a lovely guest, he did a really good job. Shout out to you, Mike. Uh, he kept saying, he kept, we kept talking about you know, who, who gets captaincy, who will lead this team going forward. And Mike just kept saying, yeah, we got to give Tierney the armbar, like the armbar. And at first, I, I, I didn't catch it. I wasn't, I didn't know what was going on. He was trying to say armband, and he just kept saying armbar, and I thought he was being funny, but no, he just didn't know – he couldn't understand what was going on in his head. So, yes, the armbar. Uh, I mean, that's easy. I think he I – mean, then that's the thing, too. Like, I, I don't think Tooney has had the armbar this entire season or since he's been with us, which I, I think is crazy to me. I just – the passion he shows um, when he scored that goal, just, just screaming at his team, like, come on, let's go. We're, we're in this still. Um, I You can't – you you really can't like what what excuse does Arteta have? What excuse do the players have of not giving him this? Um, I mean, you know, uh, you, you talk about Aubameyang and just how when we win, when he scores a hat trick, yeah, he's he oh, he'll interview, he'll talk about his three goals, he'll have the game ball in his hand. But when we lose, where is he? You have Tierney coming out. I think Willa came out when we lost to maybe Villa the first. I think it was Villa the first time we played them three nil. Willa came out. Like what? I think Sakas came out. Um, it's just it's you are that's true, but you're, you're you'll always be my cheetah root. Um, but yeah, so I think that we need stability in that area. We need stability in our leadership. Um, you know, we brought our set in to kind of have a new culture, get that mentality on straight. Um, it's not you know, we're not doing ourselves any favors when we have different people coming out for losses. But then when our captain gets a hat trick, oh yeah, here's the game ball. I'm ecstatic. Come on, you gunners! It's like no, it, that, that, that's not how this works. That's not how your culture and your mentality work. And that's just to me that just negatively reflects our club as a whole. And if teams see that, that would get me motivated. That would motivate me, if anything, because um, it just What's seems like a captain needs to get out of it. chance. No, he said, "Who who gets the armband? <laughs> who gets the captaincy?" Like, it's he, he, didn't ask, he didn't ask you. He said, "Ryan, ask the guys." Uh, you know, uh, we're well, waiting for this question, uh, and not you've gone. Are you are you are you taking your podcasting from Max? You know your your I, I inspiration from Max. You know a question within a statement within a statement within a question. Okay, so fine. You know, I me and Corey are sat here waiting for a question, and you haven't even asked it yet. Right, so my listen. answer is tyranny. What are what are you guys? He still think? Shut up, does he? Mike, I, I stopped listening when he told me that he was fucking his shit pillow. After that, yeah. This is, uh, yeah. Well, I, I just I just had this I just had this image of him. Yeah. <laughs> Like this is why I'm once a month. He's got a shit. <laughs> yeah. <in it. laughs> Did your fiance buy that for you, Ryan? I'm not going to dignify that with a response. Okay. Yes. I'm <laughs> not going to answer that. <laughs> I will so not that's answer yes, that. Then. That's how she thinks you, mate. She bought you a shit pillow. 
It was a lovely Christmas gift, okay? Leave me alone. Christmas, that makes it <laughs> <even> worse. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. You know, it's got <laughs> yeah. the kitchen wanker who shags the shit. I mean, I hey, listen, she couldn't keep me out of the kitchen. This got me out of the kitchen. So I guess she, it's a win win, you know? I'm out of the kitchen. Not for, for us. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, this is when you know you've got a dog or something like and they've got their favorite teddy that they have to have. Oh, and then man. it's like, it, this is Ryan for you. You know, they've got that. We've got the, yeah, look, the dog humping Ryan, the teddy constantly. In the UK, we have a. There's some some people <laughs> that we we call um, shit shifters. So <laughs> I'm now giving that to you. Yeah, I now I don't know what that is, but I'm anoint you the shit shifter <laughs> of Astros. <laughs> yeah, you but anyway, um, yeah, Ryan asked us who should be um, captain when it's not a Birmingham. So I will answer that. Um, Thank you. And I, I'm going to agree with you. I think you were alluding to that it should be um, Kieran Tyranny. And yeah, you know, um, when it's obvious to just the viewing public, you know, as to who has the most passion on the pitch, then it's, it's very, I think it's just, uh, it's just a very obvious answer. You know, it's, we can't really say too much about other players that, you know, have a real burning desire to win and, and, and whatnot. But with Tierney, it's it's very clear. It's very evident, and I'm sure he's the same in the dressing room. He doesn't like he doesn't look like he likes to lose. He's got that passion. He's got that drive. He's got that energy. He never stops running. Of course, this has to be Tierney. Yeah, I completely agree. I think uh, last night sort of proved it for me. After he scored the goal, he was sort of running. You know, he did his hugs and everything. He started running back towards uh, you know the uh, to his position, and he's like, "Come on!" Like trying to g everyone up. So it, it's pretty obvious for me who is really the only obvious choice to me for captaincy after Aubameyang. Um, I, I I don't see any other leaders in the Arsenal squad other than him. I, I just can't do it. <laughs> I mean these these players that we've got they don't even they don't even run shit in their own houses at home. You can tell, you know, <laughs> they're all like Ryan. They just let their women like, you know, <laughs> wear the trousers. So, you know, Tierney, you can tell, like, when he goes home, his dinner is on the table. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Five yeah, honestly, Hector Bellerin's probably cooking it, in, in, you know, in, in, a, in a little apron. No, 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 no. Tierney eats meat, you can tell. <laughs> this guy's a carnivore. <laughs> he will not want eggplant or whatever, you know, vegan-ish oh, egg roll or whatever is on his plate. I forgot, he's a, he's a yeah, huh. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't wear he doesn't wear hoop or dangly earrings. None of that yeah. shit. Just what I'm saying. He just shovels snow in his boxes and plays for Arsenal. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Oh. He's uh, this guy is a full on carnivore. You know, he, he he will demand his dinner on at five o'clock in the afternoon, where on a plate, already for him to just sit down with a can of beer or a glass of beer, should I say? Yeah. You know, is is getting paid well, so it would be a it would be a glass of beer, wouldn't it? Not a can. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, come on! I, 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 I just so. looked up what a shit shifter was. She's a she's a girl. So she's got a ball. Uh, she's a girl. <laughs> I just looked up what it meant. A bow on a shit doesn't make it a girl. I mean, yeah, but I'm not a shit. You say it's a girl. Show me some evidence. 
Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fair. I did. Uh, there's a there's a well, there's a question here for me. Um, wife giving me a look right now. I thought Scunny's advice was good. I did say don't take my advice. I said try it. Just don't. You know, you don't really go for it. Um, to catch up on Ryan, we were saying just uh, just go down on your wife once in a while. You know, it might help you get some. And uh, obviously, it hasn't worked for Mike Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't. Can't please everyone, mate. That's that's the way it is. I got, I got long fingers. I'll be fine. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm just just telling you. I know how to use my fingers. I don't. Know. I don't uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll, 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 we'll get into Leicester. Um, so yes, yeah, so we was coming up uh, we, before Ryan came in. We was. Uh, just about to discuss the uh, upcoming game against Leicester on Sunday. I think it's early kickoff as well. I think it's like 12 o'clock kickoff. Yeah, it's early. It's like 7.30, yeah. 7.30 my time. Yeah, 12 o'clock in the bloody afternoon. What a shit game on a Sunday. Or a shit time. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, um, Leicester news. Uh, Harvey Barnes, Perea and Castain are all ready to be recalled. And apparently we've got a fully fit squad. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Leicester. Leicester is still going to be without Madison, James Justin, really? Brett, Fafana, Perez, and Wes Morgan are all sidelined. And we have a we should have a fully fit squad. Maybe barring Rob Holding, he might still miss out on the miss out with concussion still. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's gonna be decided before the game so probably decided tomorrow if he is fit to play or not so yeah it's uh i don't know how that works i think james madison being out and james justin i think them two being out possibly perrette being out i think that works well for us doesn't it Corey? i was surprised that wes morgan still plays for leicester when she said his name i was like what well yeah i'm just reading off the I know, I know, but I'm just surprised he's still there. <laughs> you know, it's um, I don't feel I feel like I've seen him for a long time. But um, but yeah, no, it does bode well. Justin, he's uh, he's a good player. I've got him mm-hmm. in my fantasy team. Big up all the um, fantasy football um, players. Um, but I've had to take him out because he's he's injured and I know he's not coming back for now. So that's good for us because um, he's uh, he's a good fullback. Um, yeah, more injuries to Leicester the better because. The last time we played them, they especially to defenders because the last time we played them, they just really just set up shot, you know, set up to just stop us from doing anything. They um, soaked up all our, you know, attacks, but they weren't really much of attacks. Yeah. Um, but they nullified us, and then obviously um, hit us on the break later. So if they if they're lacking players, if they're lacking defenders, it's not going to be so easy for them this time around. So yeah, good stuff. Um, but they're obviously their threats still remain. You know, Madison, big threat, Vardy, big threat. Oh no, Madison's out. He's like, he's oh, out. is he out as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh yeah. shit! Problem, yeah. Happy days. What about um, Tillemans? Uh, doesn't say anything about him, so I assume okay, he's going to be. So, yeah, he's he can, he's he's you know he can do a little something on his day as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, if Madison's not there. Um, that's even better. So. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm actually fancying our fancying our chances now, because I think the last time Whoa. we beat them was at their ground. No, no, yeah, it, wasn't it was at, at their our ground. ground I think was it our ground? You sure? 
I believe so. I check will it, find check out. It, I will find out. Uh, I think it was at yeah. their grounds. We're at we're at King Power, so we it was yeah we yeah home. yeah. So I think I think they beat us at the Emirates. Um, yeah, that's not unusual um, to for us to get beaten at the Emirates. But yeah, I think we beat them, and yeah, with that with that with that, with that injury list, I think we could. Uh, my fancy our chances now, so yeah, put me down for a win. What? Shout out Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> I'm like Macaulay Culkin, Home Alone. I'm, a, I'm like, what? Oh my <laughs> you got God. way too much facial hair to be Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I I'm, might be more shocked than when we scored yesterday. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say now. Um, yeah, I mean, I you know, the, the players talked about how, you know, this, this game was important. Um, I think a bombing said in an interview, you know, we're going to have more confidence now. Like, this is just the beginning. Like this, this was, this is a game we needed to win. Um, you know, we'll see, <laughs> we, you know, we'll see on Sunday. Um, but to me, and you know, the, the injury, the injury that lesser have is it's, it's nice to hear. I, I think Madison is quite a player. Um, you know, Justin James, Fafana, they're good players. Um, I believe that Lester could put in Schmeichel and Vardy, and that's it. And Vardy's still going to score against us. Vardy always scores against us. He is a big problem. Um, I know he really hasn't been doing too well this season. I know he's been hurt um, a little bit, but uh, I know he had a hernia surgery. Um, I don't know how much he has. I don't know how many goals he has this season, but I don't think it's a lot. Um, but it doesn't matter. He's going to he's gonna show up against us. That's just what he does. Um, so, yeah. You know, you're, you're telling me now he's going to play with 10 other guys. Yeah, they're not as good as, you know, uh, Madison or, or or Justin James or, you know, whoever. But uh, James Justin. James Justin, whatever. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I he's still a threat. And I think he's going to be a problem for us, you know. And I think. <laughs> Sorry, I've just seen this comment. I know. I, I saw it, too. <laughs> how do I, how do I look, how do I look like? Oh, I guess because I, like, I got like a little flannel on. I get, yeah, fair. You got a flannel on, yeah. I was listen. We got a stats and you and your and your shit shifter. Yeah. So. Ah, come on. I don't, he's a girl. Yes. He's got it's a not move. a girl. Oh, put he's it down. Put it down. <laughs> uh, what do they call them in America? Fudge packers, isn't that what they call them in America? No, that's just fat people. Fudge packers. Is it? Uh, no, I thought it was. Uh, well, yeah, fair enough then. I thought uh, it was uh, completely <laughs> different. Well, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I think of an overweight person, but uh, you know what? I'll take it off if you want me, Max. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go full nude here. Um, yeah, because I'm not wearing pants. Um, anyway, so yeah, I, I, I just I, Vardy. I think it's a big deal. I think we need to worry about him, and I think it's, I think the game is going to come Max down. Put your stats up for Vardy: twenty-one appearances, twelve goals. You sure, Mike? Want to double check it? I think it's twelve. Really? Uh, well, that's more than I thought. But um, I mean, it's even kind of. Whatever. So uh, I think the game is going to come down to, you know, are we going to convert? Are we going to have um, – are we going to be able to finish our dinner? Are we going to be able to, you know, get, get those chances in? Uh, I really – we, we need we need to win the midfield battle. And I think without Madison, I think we could definitely do it. Um, and I think – like I said, I, it's it's going to slowly come down to do we want to score? Does Abomini want to put a couple in the back of the net? And yeah, Mike. Cool. Google is not always the answer, okay? No, but yeah, it just it just comes down to do we want to put goals in the net? And I, and I think that's going to be the biggest thing because I do think we're going to win the midfield. I do think we're going to give him 
defensively a hard job, but Vardy is going to score. Like that, I, that's going to happen. So it's just, it just comes down to. Um, God damn it, Max! Can we get, can, we, can you ban this guy from the chat? Get him out of here. Uh, come join us, mate. This is we're, we're taking the piss out of Ryan on the show anyway. You might as well come join in. I don't even know what a man dinner is, but yeah, fair, I guess. Yeah, um, you, you know what a man dinner is. Let me just yeah. let me just unbutton my sleeves and roll my sleeves up. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, shit, no. mate, you definitely know what a man dinner is. <laughs> but yeah, so. It, Again, it's just going to go down to can we can we keep up with Vardy and can we put goals in when Vardy puts goals in? I think that's just that's all it comes down to. But that's just we'll see. That's fair enough. Uh, right, uh, sorry, Corey. Uh, the last time we beat Leicester, yes, it was at Leicester, but that was in the League Cup. It was two nil. The last time we beat him in the league was in twenty eighteen, and that was at home. Then we beat him three one. So you, we have beaten Leicester away, but obviously it was the League Cup, and that was twenty uh, third of September last year. Mm-hmm. And then last last time we beat him in the league was twenty eighteen on the twenty second of October, and it was at the Emirates. So it's uh, it's always I mean, a tough draw against Leicester. Lately, it has been, you know. I think the last well, let's have a look. One, two, three, four. Five, last five games we played against Leicester, we've lost three, drawn one, won one, and that one of them obviously the the win was the League Cup. So if you go for yeah the- okay so one two drawn one lost three. I think I think Arsenal to quite a few teams are just a team that just look really beatable and to Leicester that's what we are you know they we're we're just sort of easy to beat for some teams you know they just know how to set up against us and they've got the right type of players um, to to do it um, Jamie Vardy you know you like. You know what Ryan was saying. He always scores against us. He licks his lips when he sees the red and white of our shirt. You know, um, he's um, <laughs> you know, yeah. It's just, it's like um, what's his name back in the day, DJ Drogba. Just there's certain players that just always score yep. against us. You know, they just love it. So um, yeah, I mean, look, they've got a few injuries, like you said, so that gives us our best chance. Um, but yeah, losing, you know, people, yeah, losing people like Madison, it's I think that helps us out definitely because he is, yeah. he is one of them probably runs that number ten position for them. So yeah, yeah. So, the only problem is I don't I don't know how we beat them. I couldn't tell you like okay, this is the tactic that we you know because we have these types of players that can sort of implement these tactics to mm. beat Leicester. Um, they're they're smart with the way that they fend. They know how to shut down the dangerous players. It's pretty much now you shut down Saka, you shut down ESR, and you're cool. You know nothing. Nobody else ain't going to do nothing. So <laughs> yeah, look, yet, so I'll, I'll leave it there. Yeah, yeah let's I'll leave let, it there. I'll let you look. Yeah, I actually, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say something, and I, and I look. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, um, you know they they got they've got our number basically, but um, hopefully you know the mistakes against Benfica don't sort of rub off on the team and and they can go into this game a bit more solid, keep it together, and you know a bear man looks he should be getting some confidence now. You know he should be getting some confidence. Hmm. Um, he can do something. Odegaard still has, a, you know, he's getting games. The fact that Odegaard is in there means that Lacazette's not getting games because I think um, Arteta feels like they're, they're, Lacazette would drop deep and they'll take up the same positions. So he's got somebody there who he thinks can sort of pull the strings. So he's leaving Abamyang through the middle. I get it. 
Um, Aubameyang is scoring. So we're just hoping that form and the special players, special young players that we have, can get us the results. Same as every game. That's all, that's all that we hope for. I suppose that's a question I'm going to ask you two guys, actually, to be fair. Uh, over the last couple of games, we have seen Erdegaard and um, ESR play. Obviously, ESR has been playing on the left. Do we maybe drop Erdegaard this game, play Smith Rowe through the middle and bring Pepe back onto the left-hand side, where he was doing all right before he sort of got carted off when it, you know he started to get build a bit of form and he, he'd just been carted off and put ESR been put in there. So um, do we... Do we not maybe drop Erdegaard for this game? Uh, Ryan, it's I'll go not... with you. I was going to try to say, Ryan, go first, but Corey, go for it, mate. I'm gonna let the men, I'm gonna let the men go first. That's usually how I am. So that's what that's what the say to you. <laughs> I, I, no, exactly. You just all the men. You just all the men. Have a go first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a gentleman. Um, I let the men come first. What? Ah, sorry. Go. Asbro's <laughs> rent boy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Shit, what's the question? Do we drop Erdegaard, <laughs> put ESR, ESR back through the middle where he was doing so well? Because if you look oh, at yeah, if you yeah, go yeah, yeah. the leads and the you know the the, um, the last couple of games where Erdegaard's been playing through the middle and put ESR on the left, so you know ESR has been v- really quiet on the left. He hasn't really engaged much into the match over the last couple of games. But if when he was been playing through the middle, he's obviously dictating a lot more. So do we drop Erdegaard for this game and put Pepe back in or? Do we keep things as it is? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do that, I think. Um, I don't know if Odegaard's got something in his contract the where he has to, you know, like with a lot of loan um, contracts, you they're obligated to play a certain amount of games. That's the condition of them, you know, the club releasing them to the club. But um, yeah, I would I would put, because ESR hasn't really done that much on the left, to be fair. You know, he's, he hasn't really made a significant impact. From there, he's better. He is better through the middle. Um, he's the Croydon De Bruyne, and you wouldn't put um, De Bruyne on the left. So you, um, yeah, put him through the middle and put and put put Pepe back there. Yeah, yeah. I I would say the same. I'd probably drop Erdegaard for this game just just because I think Leicester's going to be a bit, maybe a bit too much for him with the the way Leicester set up defensively. I just don't think he's going to make much of an impact on him. Whereas I think ESR probably would, with him being used to sort of Premier League style of play. <laughs> Uh, Ryan, same question, mate. Go for it. Uh, sorry, I was just shaking my head at Max. Um, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> You've got your name now again. You've it, got another name, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, it it's it sucks because, you know, people have been saying, and, and I kind of agree to an extent, you know, ESR kind of needs more rest, and he's been looking leggy. We gave him a rest in Man City. And I, I, I didn't think ESR was – yeah, I saw that. I didn't think ESR was actually that bad yesterday. I think I think uh, I think Odegaard was I think the, more of the problem. I don't want to say he was bad either, but um, it's it's difficult because we have him on loan. He, he came here to play first team football, and I think we need to give him as much first team football as we can, um, kind of to develop. To play every game though. No, he doesn't have to. Um, I want to play him as much as we can because I want to develop him. I want to see what we got because if we can buy him. Let's do it. Let's buy it. Well, but I since you go into that quickly, apparently it's been reported that Real Madrid want eighty million for him. Yeah, it's gonna be eighty million today. It'll be probably forty million next week, and the week after that, it'll be twenty because they need money. So they're gonna they're gonna start as high as they want to start, and uh, it's gonna just keep it's gonna be 
keep going down. It, it'll be a fire sale soon enough. So I'm not, I, I, I don't care about that. But uh, I actually, in the middle of the field, that's a 10. I prefer ESR. Um, I, I think ESR is the more uh, knowledgeable player. I think he has a better football IQ. Um, I think he better suits us and what we want to do. Um, I think we kind of need to explore what Odegaard can do for us not playing the 10. Like, can can he be a box? I'm not saying he is, but I'm saying can he be a box box midfielder? Can he be on the left side? Can he be on the right side? You know, I think that's something we need to explore because I, I really want to see ESR play in the middle um, going forward. He's better at it. He offers us more. He's smarter. And he's just I, – I just think he offers – he's he's better for what we want to do. Um, you know, we, we played Odegaard to the middle uh, yesterday. And he did nothing. Like, he, it just – we played that that U. We just passed it around the U. That's all we did. Um, and I think ESR is just, it's just better for us. Um, but I don't want to sit Odegaard, though. I want to play Odegaard as much as possible. So I think it's just figuring out, you know, what we could do with him going forward because I don't think it's 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 a 10. And I will uh, – I'll shout out uh, Toby's – man crush uh, Clive from Arsenal fan vision. You know, uh, I retweeted something he said talking about how he prefers ESR over Odegaard also, but at the end of the day, he wants Saka in at the 10. He thinks Saka is our best 10 that we have. And I actually agree with him. I think, I think he is, but to be fair, we can play Saka anywhere. I, I, I can play soccer as one of our center halves and I'll, and I don't care. He's on the field and he'll make stuff happen. So I think again, it's just, it's just figuring out, you know, where we could put Odegaard. Because I, like I said, I, I ideally do want to see Odegaard and ESR, and I think they both can feature in the 11 for us going forward. No, that's fair enough. And uh, obviously we've got... Uh, I'm sorry, mate. I'm not going to try and say your name because I, I don't want to get it wrong. And Bijal Patal. I think. Bijal? Bijal? Right, well, anyway, I've said it. I probably fucked it up. That's my fault. Uh, don't hold it against me. But he did ask a question. Do you think Erdegaard's inclusion hampers ESR's progression and development? Uh, Corey, I'll go to you on that one, mate. Um, well, right now, they're both playing at the same time, aren't they? It's just that yeah, ESR is on the left. So it's not like he's um, given up any playing time because of Odegaard's inclusion. But that's not his position. You know, you kind of want him... Where he he he's gonna play for the the rest of his career, um, and where he's been, he's done so well. So we never we we did it envisage that when Odegaard came in, that it meant that you know Pepe gets dropped or Abamian gets moved inside or you know Lacazette gets dropped. Um, but that's what's happened. So there's other players that have more had you know Odegaard, his inclusion has impacted more you know um, than ESR. So he's still getting minutes. When you're a young player, you kind of just want to, you just want them on the pitch. You just want them to, you know, experience the, the big matches and and different ways to break down defences and whatnot. Um, so no, not not hampering his his progress as such, but we kind of, you do, you do want him in his preferred position. I do, I think other players have, have um, suffered because of Odegaard's inclusion. Yeah, I, when Erdogan first came, I thought he was going to sort of be a backup player to ESI, you know, just to keep him from getting too burnt out. I thought he was just going to play as a backup player and, you know, possibly come in on certain games and, you know, play certain games and then and then so on and so forth, which is uh, what I was going to go into quickly. But I've just seen this from Sentiment. Uh, is Smith-Rowe leggy or in poor form? 
Saka has played more minutes and games than him. Uh, Ryan, I'll go to you that one. What do you think he is? Do you think he's leggy or in poor form? I mean, it's it's it can't really compare Saka to ESR. Yes, this is ESR's really first go in the Premier League. You know, he was at Huddersfield. He kind of he kind of got running games. But besides that, he really hasn't had a string of games. He's always hurt. So you know, it's kind of getting his. You need to get his fitness going. I don't. I don't. I don't think he's in poor form. I don't think he's actually had a bad game for us yet. And that includes every game he started for us. I don't think he's. I don't think he's had a bad. You know, he's had a bad game compared to what he's done at his best. But I don't think he's. I've never watched him play, and we're like, yeah, he's not good. He's been leggy like in the second half. You maybe bring him off, but um, it's just different. You know, Saka is kind of useless. We've been kind of pushing the pushing the emergency button on on Saka a little bit and like playing and playing and playing because he's he's a, he's our best player. Like there's just no question. Um, so I it's tough because and I, it goes I guess it kind of goes back to the Odegaard thing. You know, Odegaard sentiment also said Odegaard is only here for a short time. But we don't, we can't guarantee if he's going to sign for us going forward or not. So to me, I just want to play. I, I want to play ESR because if he's gone at the end of the season, all of that could be for nothing. Like we're building Odegaard, building Odegaard, hindering ESR because I think ESR's position for us right now, anyways, is the ten. And I don't, I don't want to. Ah, uh, well, he can play left. So let's put him on the left. No, 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 no. We, I think we need to get him more minutes in the ten, and I think that'll help with his, you know, as you say, sent. Uh, sentiment, you know, his poor form. I, I don't think it's poor form. I think it's just he's just better at the ten, um, and kind of just figuring out the puzzle because we do want Odegaard, yeah, but there's no guarantee we're going to sign him in the off season. Well, that's fair enough. Uh, I last I've seen of Smith Rowe, I do feel he's probably getting a bit leggy, but I think the the left hand side's playing on the left demands more running, doesn't it? Really more than. I'd say the number ten role does. It demands getting getting down the pitch, getting up the pitch. So yeah, sometimes I, I think it's it's not putting him into poor form, but I just think he's probably getting a bit leggy out of it. He's getting a bit burnt out, which, like you said, is he has had um, issues with injuries and stuff. So it's more to do with that. And uh, <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, we'll we'll get into it. We'll get in with Max in a minute. But oh, go shit. on, Corey. Answer that. I'll let you answer that question as well, mate. And then we'll hear from uh, Max. <clears throat> What all about him being leggy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, look. Yeah, every every everyone's got different um, levels of stamina. You know, um, Ryan's stamina is not the same as his Mrs. ex stamina. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> it's different. You know, he's just probably better. That's why. I, that's why. That's why she I said can say yes. something right you know? now. But I don't want to. I don't want to get myself in trouble. So I'm damn. Not I could, I'm not going to say a damn thing. Just give a so, like, so, but, but, but they're, they're different people. They're different guys. Do you know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> you know, ESR, his fitness might not be up to like here. what Saka's, <laughs> <laughs> what's, what Saka's is. So, um, shit, I forgot what I was saying. But, um, I, I think you said enough, mate. But like, <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. <laughs> That was harsh. But, you know, he was a bit ruthless there, mate. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I was, I was speaking. I said Ryan's is probably better. Do you know what I mean? Oh, he's right. I thought you said oh. he was a bit way around. That's why, I said oh, Ryan's I I thought he was being that's really why, fucking ruthless. That's why, there. He's get, that's why he's walking down the aisle. That's why she said yes because. Ah, you know what I mean? so I misheard. Yeah. I, I misheard you there, mate. I, I honestly thought he's. I thought you were saying her ex is better than Ryan. That's what I thought. No, no, no. I have, I have, I have no I have idea. I have no I idea. I'm just, baby. Yeah, I'm speculating just because he's getting married. So he's obviously he's winning. Do you know what I mean? So, um, 
But anyway, you're missing my point, Mike. Mike, you're missing my point. Yeah, that's not what. That's not the the point of what I was trying to say. The point I was trying to say is that everyone's different. You know what I mean? And with everyone's kind of what? There's two maxes. It's bad enough just having one. Yeah, jeez. But yeah, so um, yeah, maybe. But no, that's down to the, the the guys, the fitness guys, and and the manager and at the club and whatnot. If he's if he is leggy, then you know you don't play him. That's that, that's silly. So I don't think it would be down to that. I think it's because he's not. We've got players that can play in his position, which Odegaard is, and we've the, the position that he's occupying. We have several players that can play there as well. So there's no reason to um, burn him out. So it's probably not that. He's probably just, like I said, he's just been moved on to the left. That's not his position. He's having to adjust to it. He's a young player. Um, do you know what I mean? He's just, he's got to get used to it. Um, I don't really want him to get used to it. I'd rather him move back to the middle and put a specialist out there, put put Pepe back out there, put Martinelli out there. Do you know what I mean? Not a player, not putting square pegs in round holes. Uh, Mike is muted. Uh, Mike is muted. You're muted, oh. champion. <laughs> there you go. Oh, and now he's muted again. Oh, no, I'm muted again. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> uh, I, I did. I said something there, but I completely believe I've lost it now. So well, let's hear from Max. He's joined us. Let's hear from him. He's been in the comments about Ryan's <laughs> bumhole. So uh, by all means, And the show, it. but it's filled with glass. No one's coming first, out alive. First of all, is my internet complete and total cabbage? Yes. No, no, it's all right. No, it's all right. It's all right. All right. It's all right. Yeah, fucking, yeah. In, internet at mum and dad's house is fucked. We're still here. Fucking three week renovation is now a six week renovation, and Victoria's like gonna pop in a week. So we're still at mum and dad's. Anyway, two things. Number one, Ryan, you look like Brokeback Mountain. I said it in the comments, but I feel very like huskily attracted to you right now. I don't know why you're not usually my bag. Um, <laughs> oh, if you had a Stetson, mate, I think you'd be all over him. <laughs> there's gonna be there's gonna be um a load of flannel shirts being ordered yeah, on the, just, online. Well, <laughs> so hang on, I have before, a bunch. Just That's before fine. you start there, Corey, I'm gonna have to put this comment up that I've just seen, mate. Uh, by the way, uh, I, Ryan, you say the name, mate. I don't I don't want to get it wrong. I'll let you do it. I don't know. I I, I guess I don't know about me. Yeah, well, that um, was the last thing. I, can, I know the last name is Patel. Yeah, well, we'll just say your last name so we don't offend you in any way. But Patel. Uh, his comment here, by the way, looking sexy as fuck, Corey. I'm female. I'm glad to hear it. Mm. Smooth Corey. I said, I said we, need, we need to give Corey a show. We need we to do. give like smooth jazz Fridays with Corey, where he just <laughs> says things to all the ladies. I can see a show where it's Corey and just female Arsenal panelists, and they don't talk about football. It's just Corey chatting them all up, regardless if they're like fucking snaggletooth cunts or not. Just, just Corey, just giving them his best fucking lines, one after the other, after the other. My personal favorite, Smooth Corey line. Hi, I'm Smooth Corey. That's it. Hi. It's so simple. It's so simple, Corey. Max, let's brainstorm after this. Yeah, yeah, I like, I like it. I like the I sound like of these it. shows. I can see a show. I, um... Smooth, Smooth Corey, one for the ladies, and then the after show can be Ryan McMurray. I'll have sex with your man. Just, <laughs> just. <laughs> Fucking cowboys and <laughs> rolling up the sleeves and going fist deep, boys. <sighs> He's definitely Ryan's definitely a bloke who sits in the corner and wants to watch his missus get fucked. Anyway, and moving hump, on. And hump his, and hump his shit <laughs> moving on. <laughs> 
moving on. I had some things to say about football, which is why I jumped on because I was quite happy just sitting in the comments uh, and abusing Ryan and his goalkeeperless butthole or his butthole, which I've now named Manuel because it's Manuel Almunia. <laughs> it's not very good at keeping anything out. Um, hey, he so, saved that penalty against Knockhart <laughs> in the championship, but that's about it. Maybe, maybe, maybe your butthole keeps out championship level players, but it's not yeah. keeping out. You know, any, anything of anything of high standard. Um, anyway, just on the Odegaard thing, very quickly, I am yet to see what so many Arsenal fans say that they've seen. With Odegaard, I understand that he's a very neat player. I understand he's a very tidy player. I understand that he is tight, he is shiny, and he is new, and he is from Real Madrid. I get all of that. I find him quite slow. I find him quite ponderous, and I quite find him quite touch heavy. I've also found him since watching him very, very one-footed, very left foot yep. channel. And when I look at, we, Toby and I were saying this on the Ask Pros OG the other week, we were like a lot of people's um, opinions of the turn of our season is all around Saka going out to the right. And I, I'm not diminishing that, that that was, a, was something quite big because I think it changed the way that Bellerin was playing. I, I feel that his form came back in the partnership with Party when Party was off the right was really important. But ESR playing through the middle for me, was the turning point of the season for us. And it's not because he's the most highly, highly technical player. I think he's very sneaky technical, but it's just purely the speed with which he moved the ball forward into the final third and the way that he wanted to get close to Saka and the way that he wanted to play both sides of the football pitch from a number 10 position, almost like I would call like a 360 degree player. When we beat Leeds and that looked really good, Leeds were absolute cabbage in that game. They played very, very high wingers, very, very stupid, high tempo, high back line. You had three number 10s who were all moving. They didn't have their starting center back in who'd been great for them all season. And we basically moved in these very unpredictable shapes, moved the ball fast, which is what Aubameyang wants and looks for. I think that part of our turndown in form, for me, the worst two games that we've played now have been Odegaard against Benfica round one and Odegaard against Benfica round two. So should we be dropping Odegaard for Emil Smith-Rowe? Yes, because for me, it feels like we've cut the balls off someone who was starting to inflate and grow and become a leader in this team, even at 19. And we've gone and replaced him with something that is shiny and new that maybe Arteta is saying, well, if I give you enough game time, are you going to want to stay? Am I going to want to buy you? For me, Odegaard was brought in as a replacement for ESR when ESR couldn't play. So for me, it should be Odegaard played, if you're going to play him in the Europa League, where you want a little bit of a slower, more ponderous, less helter-skelter player. And if you're going to play Odegaard there, put fucking Pepe on the left of him. Give him someone bright and exciting and direct who's actually going to do something and beat a guy. And for me, go play ESR in, in all of the fucking Premier League games where tempo matters. Again, we come unstuck when we come up against a team who's going to play three centre-backs, five men behind the ball, sit deep and say, we'll pass through us. And you've got so many high-touch players in the team. Um, ESR being burnt out, I don't think ESR looks burnt out at all. I think he looks like anyone would look who comes into the team 
does an incredible job in a position and gets unceremoniously removed from that position. And Arteta's got form for this across the entire fucking season. Players coming in, playing well, getting ditched. Martinelli comes in, plays well. I know he he was out of position against Villa, but one game against Villa where he looks bad for a half was against Manu. 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 And gets hooked, and then you never see him again. Pepe comes in, has some good games, you never see him again. Like, this is a common narrative from Arteta that keeps happening. And I honestly thought, had we have lost that game against Benfica, I would have would have had my fucking laser chopper out for Arteta again. And I'm it's starting to creep in for me again. I know people be like, oh you fucking Arteta out, oh you dumb. I'm fucking not Arteta out. I think that when you look at the team, you can see the structure. You can see that we have to play within that structure because we don't have enough good players. Toby and I spoke about the amount of seven out of tens that we have. Bellerin is probably a a mid-70s player for talking FIFA ratings. Jack is a mid-70s rating. El Nenny's a low-70s rating. Um, Cedric is probably a high-70s rating. You've got young kids coming through the team. Just saying that when you have so many players who aren't actually that good or who are equal parts good and bad, structure is important because it allows them to play within a system that hides their deficiencies or you have a team who is the sum of its parts rather than rather than individuals. The guy who is the the guy in that, who's super, super individual for me is ESR. The guy who actually gets that piece and changes it and gets his popping forward. And as long as Arteta keeps preferring structure over jazz or over pace or over explosiveness, we keep going back into this lull mundane format where all of a sudden teams sit deep and we have 45,000 fucking touches and you're relying on what Saka in the last minute playing and almost like through the eye of a fucking needle corridor pass for Aubameyang, who's not good with his head, who even Aubameyang couldn't fucking miss that. It, it was worrying. And I would have been after Arteta if we had lost that game. Yep. No, I, I completely agree with you there. Um, I think to go on uh, what we're saying about Ozil, uh, not Ozil, sorry, I've, I'm reading the comments, I apologise, uh, Arteta out and stuff. None of us are really Arteta out. I think all of us oh, here... What? Sorry? Oh, you are. I apologise. <laughs> I was going to uh, say, excuse me? Do you know who, do you know who No, saying? I'm just saying like we're not technically like flying the banner for Arteta out. You know, we're all we're all asking questions. Corey's probably driving the car or flying the yeah. plane. I guess you could. Yeah, say. I think what you're trying to say is, Mike. Look, I don't think you need to be Arteta in or Arteta out, but no. I think that you can be critical of the man when yeah. there are reasons to be critical yeah. of him, and you yeah. can applaud him when there's reasons to applaud him. Against Leeds, everyone was like, "Fantastic, three number tens, we look great." Great for me. That's tactically smart. He must have looked at Leeds, looked at his team and thought, I'm going to destroy them this way. I look at the first round against Benfica. We were desperate for Pepe's and Martinelli's. When I look at the second round against Benfica, we were desperate for Pepe's and Martinelli's. We were desperate for game breakers, but we didn't have that. We had ESR sat out on the wing. Yeah, ESR sat out on the wing. And here's one for you that I was saying to Toby yesterday. If ESR is gassed, having played too many games, why the fuck would you play him on the wing where there's more running, more up and down the touchline? Like you're not giving him a fucking rest by playing him out on the wing and only giving him, giving him 70 minutes. You'd be better off giving him 90 minutes at 10 where he's 
in that free position. So it makes no fucking sense to me. Now, well, like, yeah, I'm the same. Uh, guys, do you want, have you got any other comments? Yeah, no, I just, I just agree with uh, Max. This, you know, just about our style of play, how, you know, just sideways, too many touches, just more touches than Ryan in, in a gay bar. <laughs> one it's, one too many blue oyster bars. Yeah, you just wait. You sometimes want, it's like, can, can we just for get a reason, man? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just want some nice, quick, direct football, and I think we've just been a bit. We've been a bit <laughs> starved of it, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm I am Arteta, right? but I'm I'm only just Arteta. Before I was just I want to just complain about Arteta. You know, I just, he just like, I liked him to just be there so that I could just vent and abuse him and stuff. But I didn't actually, you know, want him to leave per se. But now I'm just like, look, we're in 11th place. We really just, just about got past Benfica. If we were, if we, if we got beaten, then I'm hundred percent like, you know, like, like I said, I'm, I'm going to go to his house and pack I his wonder what would have happened him. to our season, Corey, had we have got beaten there. I honestly, I, I thought about I it. After I would the have game. checked out. I would have checked yeah. out. Just I, been I like... honestly think all us, it would have been hard to continue to watch games mm. knowing that yeah. you're in I would the position I would have come that you're in. Bros. Yeah, I would have. I would have come and asked bros and talked about what I watched on Netflix, and you know <laughs> what's going on in my personal life. You know, but <laughs> it would have been about Arsenal because what, what's the point? What mm. would be the point? You know. So, um, so it was a, a lot of there's it, a lot of tough teams left in this Europa draw as well. I love how people think that we're well, just automat automatically a finalist because we've been a finalist before. Yeah. I was looking through the teams the other day and I was like, "There's a lot of fucking teams who I would say are better than us currently yeah. in this Europa League. We're going to need a a I would say a soft draw to get well, through. And our we've got a draw. We've got the draw." We've, we um, drew with Olympiacos. We've got Olympiacos next, yeah. Oh, fucking, because that's gone so well for us in the past. Yeah. We were we were discussing that at the start of the show, you know. Is it time we need that redemption from Olympiacos? We, it's the time we should get the redemption. How we got it in us to put in the redemption, we just don't know. That's the mm. issue. With... If we can't beat Socrates, then yeah. I had to, that's if he plays. I might, I might join Corey. If we can't beat Socrates in the Europa League, I you well you can't really like uh, you can't really argue like what are you what are you gonna do you can't argue for Arteta. No, you know, I think it's, it is gonna. I know come it's more complex people, than that, but like when you look at it like that, you're like, well, well shit, what do we do? Because I, I do think I do think Benfica is a honestly. I feel like I would rather so. us. Yeah, I feel like I would rather us draw a team who's going to play football against us than draw a team who's going yeah. to sit deep against this because we are so fucking bad and I can see Olympiacos sitting deeper. Like I would have rather come up against who's still in it, like Milan. Uh, you know, at least then they, you, you, you could boys, see that they were going to yeah. come and play. That's a good thing too for the draw is Man U is against Milan. So one of them's gone. So I guess that that's a positive. But everyone else, I think um the scum have uh Dinamo Zagreb, I think. And then it's like a bunch of like uh, random uh Random teams. Yeah, there's still, there is still some hard teams in it. You know, we have got those. Ajax are still in it. Uh, they're quite a difficult. They'd be a difficult team to beat. Villarreal are still in it, and oh, they're yeah. being coached by our old manager Unai Emery. 
and he, like we said before, he knows how to win this competition. Um, Roma is still in it. Could have win it with Dust. Yeah, Shakhtar, Donis, Shakhtar is still in it. They're, they're, I'd say they're a difficult team. See, I know like it sounds. We've got, I know we've got it the Storm, strange, there's Man United, there's Milan, Rangers. More difficult team. You're sorry. No, Max said he'd preferred more. So difficult. my internet's going to cabbage again. No, you are right. I think it was me. I didn't hear you. No, he's lagging behind us. All he's right. Yeah, he said he wants a more mm. difficult team. Mm. I, that's yeah, <laughs> that's fair enough. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. Oh, he's, he's gone, <laughs> and he's gone. gone. But yeah, to go on to what everyone was saying about you know with Arteta and stuff, by, by any means, I am not Arteta happy at all. Uh, yeah. I'm nowhere, I'm not on the line of Corey yet. I'm very, very slowly getting there. Um, Max and Ryan, you'll know because we're in a chat together on Facebook Messenger. You know, I've mentioned it a few times. Arteta is pissing me off. It's this yeah. overstructuring, over, over management. He, it, it, the over management of players when they're on the pitch, and like you say, the substitutions and everything. And we've all said it before. It's pissing me off now. Um, so I'm not far off probably where you are now, Corey. To be honest. Yeah, had we lost, I, mean, I would have been with you hand in hand, Corey. I really would have been. So I, I don't. Yeah, that. that's fair enough, and I can I can definitely see why not everybody. You know, you want to give him a chance. He's he is young. He this is his you know his first role as a manager, and you know when he first came, and then even like you know um, from last season and whatnot, I was like, look, yeah, look, he's going to grow. He's going to get better as a manager, and Arsenal will grow and get better with him. And I think that was the whole point. You know, that it's a young manager that can sort of learn on the job, implement his ideas, and eventually um, he will grow into um, maybe a special manager. And, you know, Arsenal will have had, would, it would have locked in one of the, you know, the more promising managers in sort of world football because that's the, that was the talk of people around football and that's worked with him and, you know, other members, other coaching stuff and journalists and stuff. And, what I've now learned with him is that he talks a good game. Like, I think he's the type of person who was smash an interview, you know, and then get the job and then call in sick for the first two weeks, you know, because uh, he's pissed off on holiday. Um, you know, I mean, he's, 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 he, when I hear him talk, I think I listen to, I'm like, yeah, he's very articulate. He, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about. But when it comes to the actual match day and everything, I don't like the football that we're playing. It's slow. It's that's not what I like. I just feel like there's loads of other managers out there that could be doing it. I, I prefer the football that Fulham play than the more Arsenal play. I I, th I find them more exciting to watch, you know. Um, and the fact that it's not like we play shit football, but we get results. We're not. We're eleventh. So it's like there's not. I can't. There's mm. nothing to really look, sort of like say, yeah. What I can see something here. I can see what you know what he's working on and what he's working with, and you know I can. And if he develops that, then we can really go and and become you know the the new Man City. I don't see it. I don't see what I, you know. And then the situation with the players and stuff like that as well. The situation with players like Martinelli, who we will put up there in terms of um, a prospect, we put him up there with Saka and ESR. He was above ESL before mm -hmm. in terms of like as an exciting young player. He, he can't get on the pitch. And then I've got people telling me like, oh, they think he's going to go and it'll be a shame. I was like, if if we lose Martinelli because of fucking Arteta, I'll be so pissed off. I, I'll, that I'll way, go ballistic, Corey. I'll go no, fucking... No, I'm the same there. Ballistic. Yeah, so that's that why... Would, that would push me over the, the edge. 
it yeah, does keep showing like... with Arteta, doesn't it? That he has a pre... anyone who is jazzy, anyone. This is just what it seems from the outside. Anyone who is jazzy, anyone who isn't part of this hardcore structure. And for me, he feels like, and I am coming around, Corey. I I am becoming a little bit less and less and less Arteta. And it's not that I'm Arteta out, right? Because I don't like that. I don't like that banner, right? No. But more and more, I, I want to change the banner to be like, I don't believe that Arteta is the long-term future of the club. Like people who want this guy to be here for five and 10 years, I'm like, well, he hasn't shown me enough right now that I don't think that if another top manager became available, let I, I don't know, let's throw it out there. Let's say, I know people hated this when I said it last year, but let's say Pochettino became available who is a proven Premier League manager and I think for a period of time the best manager in the competition because to do what he did with the shit down the road I think is pretty pretty fucking amazing to do what he did with them because they're cunts. But, you know, if I, if all of a sudden someone said to me, we can jettison Arteta out of your club today and we could put Pochettino in your club tomorrow, do I think that Pochettino plays better, more attractive football? Yes. Do I think he's got a history of being a better manager? Yes. Does he have a history of having more success? Yes. And the problem I've got, Corey, is I still think that Arteta is a very good coach. When I see the way that we played, I think he's got a great football brain. And I think that's what a coach does. And I think that's what he did at City. And I don't think he's a great number one. I think he's a very, very, very good coach. I would love to have had Arteta underneath a Rafa Benitez, you know, like one-two punch, like a guy who's got fuckloads of experience of management and a guy who's a brain on the football pitch. But the guy with management to say, well, actually, no, you don't burn fucking players because they don't fit in your very fucking exact mold of what you want. That's why I'm starting to worry about Arteta and I'm starting to feel like I'm getting some separation from my belief in him. You're hunting for a goal. You're down in Europa in the last competition that you have, the last competition, last chance saloon. And you bring on fucking Willian and Lacazette. Lacazette has had 11 games this season. I keep bringing up this stat on here. 11 games this season, six games where he hasn't got a shot on target, and five games where he hasn't had a shot this season. Right? You bring on fucking Willian, who literally looks now that every time he gets the ball, he's got one thought in his head. Don't fuck up. That's all he cares about. Don't fuck up. Move the ball sideways. Don't fuck up. Try nothing. Not to mention all my Chelsea mates tell me that Willian fucking never played off the left for Chelsea. He's a right-sided winger, right? They're like, he very rarely played out of 10. He was almost solely like 90 fucking 5% of his games were off the right. So I look at Arteta and I'm like, the fuck are you bringing Willian on, on the left, when we need a goal to stay in the last competition we possibly have? Why are you bringing Lacazette on? Surely in that moment, Right. And like, we don't watch training. So, you know, I'm not Arteta. I'm not saying I'm some amazing world class coach. But yes, surely in that moment, you would throw all of your jazzy, high power, high running, fast paced assets on the pitch and say, go do something. Go make something happen. Pepe, Martinelli, fucking something. Not more and more of these old, washed up, fucking has been cunts who have done very little for us all season. Like at some point, surely the Arsenal fan base has to look at his history of substitutions. 
his lack of ability to go and win games from losing positions. Someone showed me our stat from losing positions. It's like the third worst in the Premier League under Arteta. So we basically, when we go, when we go down, we don't come back. That says to me that that's a guy who's like, no, I'm going to stick to my structure and I'm going to stick to my belief. Well, your fucking structure doesn't work. And you know, there's a comment there from from Bijal Patel, right? She's absolutely right. Arteta's ego will be his own downfall because if he can't come back from the brink and say, no, I've, I've been wrong on this or I need to play you or I need to move outside of my structures, then we're fucked. Fucked. And look at our position in the table. Yeah, uh, Sentiment makes a good comment as well. Uh, I'll just read briefly on this one. Arteta is very much a pet guy. And then he made another comment. Mavericks like Sani and Aguero before he had got dropped. Well, we know Sane left um, beginning of this season, and I've just looked at his stats, actually, to be fair, in the Bundesliga. He's played 20 matches, he's scored four, seven assists, and in the Champions League so far this season, he's had five matches and three goals. You know, it, yeah. so, and I like Sane. I thought he was a hell of a Sane's player. Sane's a bad boy. Like, that was, yeah. you know, he, um, when he, to let, look, he, Pep constantly rotating, rotating, player will be informed then they get dropped and whatnot. You know, someone like Sane is going to get pissed off because he knows I'm not actually reaching my potential at this club because guy keeps flipping dropping me. You know what I mean? When I'm as good as Sterling, you know, I'm mm. I'm one of the top guys here, but he's treating me like I'm just a squad player. Um, I knew he's going to go Bayern Munich and I knew he would tear it up at Bayern Munich. He's, you know, I, but I put, Pep can afford to do that. You know, he can afford to do it. Yeah, because he's got, he's got enough money, money to buy somebody new, isn't he? Yeah. He can sell him off and buy someone else. And what, what we've got and everything, he can't afford to be, um, you know, dropping informed players or, you know, finding something that works then changing it, you know. What we got sort of used to was like, you know, Lacazette in the middle, you know, um, players around him, he was dropping deep, bringing them into play and whatnot. And then he's like, okay, that works. And then, you know what I mean? He's changed again. So, and then... We it changes and then we look shit again. Then out of nowhere, just, he prefers this three number, this three number tens in the biggest games. Yeah. Out of nowhere, yeah. Pepe, Pepe's playing well. Drops him. Yep. Do you Fuck know what him. I mean? Pepe that, actually yes, starts backtracking, doing the thing that we were all saying. If he does that, he's undroppable. We all said, right? Pepe yep. needs to learn how to backtrack. Pepe needs to learn how to fight for the ball. Pepe needs to get behind the ball. So he fucking does it, right? In like three consecutive games, Pepe does it actually tracks back and gets punted out of the fucking team and then can't get on the pitch ahead of fucking Willie Ann. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just at the moment, I'm really bemused and I felt like we left that game and people weren't like, because we got the result doesn't mean that it was good management. Do you get what I mean by that? It wasn't yeah. just because you get the win doesn't mean that it vindicates the decisions to bring on certain players or not to bring on certain players. I didn't feel that he that vindicated him. Like I said, I felt that that ball from Saka was literally like a one in 250 ball that he put onto Aubameyang's forehead. If he doesn't do that, like, and this is the thing, the Arsenal fan base, they don't look at the bigger picture. All they do is they look at the result. So it's like I often say, when people are doing their ratings, their fan base, if someone scores a goal, they're instantly man of the match. You can be fucking terrible all game and score a goal and it can go in off your ass. It doesn't necessarily make you man of the match. And I felt that with Arteta's decision-making. I was like, 
I said to Toby in a message, I think I was like, did Aubameyang just fucking save Arteta? Did Saka and Aubameyang just save Arteta? And I've said before, Saka can almost single-handedly, if Arteta doesn't get removed this season, which I don't think he was, Saka can almost stand there and go, that was me. I did that for you. So, yeah. Yeah. Paycheck. <laughs> and that's funny because, uh, and and B makes the point about his ego. And I, I've been saying this on all the podcasts I go on. Arteta's so I think he's just a stubborn person in your life. He's just so stubborn. You know, you see with his with his Wenger S subs, and you just you you look at him like out thinking himself. Like he'll he'll, he'll bring he'll, he'll want to bring AMN on. Then no, I'm gonna bring on that on. No, I'm gonna do this. I think he's just stubborn. He, and he doesn't want to correct his eleven because the way he sees like this is the eleven that's gonna win me the game. I have full faith in my eleven, and I'm not changing it because I'm right. I know what I'm doing. I'm smart. Look at me. Look at me. And he wants to shove William down our throats because I, I, I do. There, there has to be right. There has to be something in his clause that says he has Come to play a certain amount of games. Yeah. Has to be right. But then I think, like, I don't know. Arteta is. I think Arteta could be stubborn enough to where because it, it has come out. Arteta wanted William to sign for us. He wanted William. He actively sought him out, got him to sign. Right. So you think maybe. Arteta could be stubborn enough to be like, I'm going to shove William down all Arsenal's throat because he, I wanted him. He's going to be good for us. He's he did bits against Chelsea, which he was. He was, he was one of Chelsea's best players last season. Fair, but he's he's done more than just fall off a cliff. Like I, I don't know, I don't know what William's thing. You could say structural. You could say he's getting older. It's a it's a mix of things. But I, I just think, you know, and again, it goes back to Beast comment about his ego. Yeah, his ego, his stubbornness is gonna is gonna fuck him. Like I fuck. I think it. I think it. I think it fucked him in the early part of the season, (laughs) Ryan. When we weren't, it fucked him in the early part of the season when we were on that losing streak, and it was like he keeps picking the same guys. That was our conversation. You keep picking the same guys. Keep picking the same guys. And then everyone thinks that he he changed his mind and picked ESR and put Saka on the right. I mean, I said after the podcast, it was pure luck. It was out of necessity. Pour the fucking door off the hinges so heavily that he couldn't, in his right mind, go back to what he was doing before. He right. had to stay with a ten. So I, again, you know, it sounds like I'm very Arteta negative, you know, and I'm definitely not Corey. I don't have, you know, all of my dick in the Arteta out hole yet, right? I'm just, just I'm, I'm dabbing, I'm dabbing the tip right now. I'm making little circles. Just tempting it like, like uh, when are you going to get it? I don't know, but I think you're going to fucking get it, right? But, Tipping it in gently. <laughs> inch, inch by inch, like a gentleman, Mike. <laughs> so slightly. For, all the, for all the ladies in the room, you know? Or the one. <laughs> the, one lady, the one. The first lady, the first lady we've ever had in Nars Bros room. Send her a hat. Send her something. <laughs> send her a send her a dick pic, Corey. Like fuck it. <laughs> yeah, we all will. <laughs> I already send have. Rock, I, I already have. I took it. I took. I took it under the. the, the yeah. uh, is that why he was looking down? He's like, yep. Yeah, 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 measuring, yeah. Up, measuring yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'd send you a picture of Ryan's dick, but you can't see it because it's covered in man shit. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know, I don't know if you like fur coats, but if you want, if you want some for me. It's a button on a fur coat, so have it fun looks with that. like a it looks like a bear ate a chocolate ice cream, Ryan. It's awful. <laughs> what? Oh, I don't know how you. Uh, anyway, I think what? I was making I think I was making a point about dipping the tip in Arteta. I'm just saying I think that there is always sensible conversation to be had, 
and rhetoric, both overtly positive and overtly negative, should both be avoided. But I definitely think that there is a middle point right now where there is a very real, very tangible amount of evidence that we can see, which would lead you down the lines of saying, I am now at a point where I do not believe necessarily that this guy is ready to do this job right now. And I think he has got lucky in a lot of senses. I think he's lucky he's still in the Europa League. I think he's lucky he went on that six-game run. I think he's lucky that he he fell across some of these young kids. And above everything else, guys, I think he's very, very lucky that he has, in my opinion, one of the top five players in the Premier League right now, regardless of age, running out for him every single week. And that's why he's destroying Saka because that team without Saka is... He can't not. He's in a position where it doesn't matter. Saka could be fucking redlining and he's basically going to redline him until the end of the season and back that he is a 19-year-old who seems to be very, very physiologically well put together. He seems to be not a fucking... (laughs) He seems to be not someone who's going to break down all the time. He doesn't seem to have that same physiology that ESR has shown that he has for soft tissue and stuff like that. Saka seems to be right now, touch wood, a ball of fucking uninjurable granite. Yeah, uh, I completely agree with what you just said there, mate. By, by all means, I really do. But uh, on that note, um, I am going to have to end it now because uh, we normally just stick to the hour, hour and ten. Whenever I normally. come on. Sometimes whenever Ryan comes on because him and Corey just went at it the other week and that was great. And I, I didn't want to stop it. You know, I wanted to let them go for it. Yeah, we should have talked about Man City. But Only actually, yeah, one you should... nothing, baby. Only one nothing. I, I told right. you. Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I'll I, let know this I said, I said, two yeah. minutes, guys. I go said, for it. If, I goes, look, if we get more than, what, three shots on target or whatever, then, then we would have given a good account of ourselves, right? But we, uh, so you can't use we that, had... though, because we limited them, too. I get what you're saying. No, no, no. We, we didn't limit them. them no, too. They did, no, no, they no, did, no, no, they no, did no, 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 They did a get off second gear. They had a Champions League game on Wednesday. They had a Champions League game on Wednesday. Yeah. They weren't even trying that hard, right? They saw we had one shot on target. One, right? They saw, and it's from our left back. Yeah. They saw, they're like, these, these are shit. We don't even need more than one goal, right? They had a Champions League game, which is where, where they've already won the league. That's where their priority was, right? They were coasting in that match. They did not even break a sweat, right? Don't get it twisted. Yeah, we did not hold them to one goal, right? It was just they just they just knew that was enough. And that oh, it's was twisted, it. so, baby. You got it. You got it. Right. Twisted, got, like, yeah. Before we start, that no, wasn't no, no, the no. bet about how many goals would be scored in that game. That wasn't the. Thing that, I said the game was, what gonna, Corey was said. closer than you think, and it was. You said it was he closer than you think, but Corey made, Corey made a statement saying... Yeah, he did. I, 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 I'm telling you, we will not get more right. than three shots on target. Both right. I think it was seven shots right. off target. So I think it was about yeah, it was about ten shots altogether, either on target or on target. Yeah, but he thought he thought City would have put the dick and the balls inside of our asshole, which they didn't. The, they could have done they yeah, but I didn't. But then City, but then City scored. And how how quickly was it goal, Mike? Seventy four yeah, seconds. Goal, goal, goal scored. Yeah. So they you scored so early. Yeah, even there in second gear, they could have scored more. Yeah, but they didn't. Doesn't matter. Yeah, because yeah, they, they didn't have to. Because they didn't uh, have to. They scored so uh, early. City. They City's didn't have to. Games. City's last four games, they scored three or more goals. They scored one against us. I don't care 
what oh they were saying yeah yeah they could have been but you can't prove that you can't prove let me, that. Right, let me look you like hey. right look you know I like my metaphors. You see why I have them on the show, Max. You know I like my metaphors, right? <laughs> they could have went all the way in. They went like this. No, no, look. Like knuckle deep. Look, yeah. When for, for the straight for straight men here, yeah. When yeah. she's already used wet, to them yeah? sort of when things, she's already wet, right? You can just go straight in, right? So when they score one goal, right, and, and they see that there's no resistance, right? Then that's it. They just it was just they just thought they just coast the win, oh, save their know. energy for the Champions League game, right? And 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 that's it. They we didn't pose any threats, so they didn't try. We didn't hold them. I didn't I didn't see Man City busting the gut to get a second second goal. I really didn't. And I, and we and we were we, we were flat. Do you know what I mean? We didn't we weren't posing much of a threat. We didn't put them under any pressure. So you know, I don't feel happy about one nil, and I can't believe I'm even sitting here talking about. You know, uh, like, like, like it's a victory. I no, no, no yeah. I don't. I'm not one of those people. that's like, oh, tomorrow victory. You lost, lost one. Now I'm not. I'm not going down that road. I don't think that they beat us. They beat us soundly, fine. But you were like, oh, four nothing. We're not getting. No, that didn't happen either. Like I think, I think you were focused more on us offensively. But really, like I think we, I think defensively we did a good job. They did try. I don't agree with what you're saying. How they they didn't try to score. They did. We did a good job defending. Them. It's just no, the no, it's not like they didn't try it, to score. They did. didn't try hard to score. I don't agree. I see. I don't. I just. I don't agree with that. That's fine. I. I it, 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 it is what it is. We're not a good team. Like I'm not going to Man City. Man City are levels above us. I'm not going to argue that. But to say like, oh, they they just decided to yeah, they just wanted to put they just wanted to put a finger in. When really you just want to. Uh, what's it called? The shocker when you go like two fingers and one. The shocker. It's called the, the barracuda. Oh, it's a shocker. No, it's, it's a the shocker. Barracuda. This is cultural differences here. We got Americans and Australians. The barracuda. Yeah. What? What? The barracuda. The barracuda. Yeah. Shock. I don't know. Called shocker here. I don't know. Shocker. <laughs> but yeah. Corey, just, Corey, Corey just calls it Saturday evening. <laughs> <laughs> Corey calls it most evenings. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think we, we're definitely going to have to end it there. It was nice to get them two going for it for the last couple of minutes. Uh, this is why I enjoy doing this this show. It's great. <laughs> Leave them to it. Let them get on with it. I'll just sit here happily smiling. Uh, well, thanks to everyone who is joining us. Chats, if there is any of you have left. I know we was meant to finish a couple of minutes ago, but... Uh, because a lot of people have said good show bye thanks a lot guys enjoyed that uh, best so stuff yeah happens in the last five minutes yeah the best stuff does happen in the last five minutes if ryan's on it happens throughout the show to be honest <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah we oh, will yeah. be back next week <laughs> uh yeah we will be back next week um i can't oh is it um uh, burnley uh to review that one so until then I'm sure you can catch Max uh, Monday. Are you going to be doing yours? Yeah, and yeah, then we'll possibly the, we'll the, the post game show. Yeah, the OG show on Monday, and then there'll be the. Uh, I'm, I don't know if the Thursday show will be on on Thursday. It wasn't on no, this yeah, week, yeah. was it? Yeah, no, no, it'll go on. Uh, Darren just had something that he had to do, so we didn't get it out. But uh, yeah, we'll be back on the back on the Thursday show, and then everyone, you might not see me for a bit because I've got baby coming next week, so. Someone else is going to have to take over, do the OG with Toby. So amongst yourselves, I'll set up a group. Someone's going to have to do Thursdays with Darren. Yeah, there you go. Congrats, Some job offers there, mate. Corey's show should be coming in the next 
whenever we can get it out. <laughs> what the fuck were you just doing? What, no wonder. If, if that's what you're doing to your missus, I'm fucking surprised she wants anything. If you're going with that much vigorous fucking stabbing motion, right? There's no wonder you've got a shit pillow. They don't yeah. call me Captain Stabbing for nothing. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, by the way, the game's <laughs> going to end 2 2. You next my score prediction. It's going to be 2 2. Oh, yeah, score predictions. Oh, yeah, Apologize. score predictions. Sorry. What the? Come on, Mike. Oh. I think. I think. Hang on, mate. I've just had to listen to you two going at it. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think Lester's. Uh, Lester says fullbacks are going to just shit the bed and we're going to find our way in. 2 1. <laughs> You're going for the Barracuda. 2 1. Okay, the Barracuda. I like, yeah. I like, I like Rising. I like the shocker better than Barracuda. Shocker. Wait, so who's got two and who's got one? 2 2 1 Arsenal. Oh, so Leicester got the asshole. That's that's unfortunate for them. <laughs> well, maybe some people prefer it. That's fair. Right? Not, no, not me. Not me. <laughs> She's a woman. Yeah, all right. The fuck's, as if you've got a shit pillow like you hump every night. Uh, I was just about to ask Max see what his predictions are. Uh, Max, go for uh, it. I reckon, I reckon we'll lose this one. I just have I just have a feeling that we're going to lose it. I reckon we'll lose it like one nil. They'll sit super fucking deep, super hard to break down, and um, hit us somewhere set piece, something like that. So I'm going to say one. I keep predicting us to lose. By the way, like every week, I predict mm-hmm. us to lose. That's my sentiment towards Arsenal at the moment. Yeah, I was actually going to predict a draw as well, but I was going to go for a one-one because. I just don't. I, we just aren't going to score many more than it's that. It's just not a shocker when it's 1 1, though, is it? It's, no, I'm going for the yeah. rocker. He's <laughs> <laughs> got the where's, rocker. Where's the thumb going? The, That's not like the shocker. <laughs> what the fuck is that, Ryan? You're the rocker, but where's the thumb? You have the thumb going somewhere. When has that ever been the rocker? Bu- there's a whole button up top, Ryan. Your missus has got to show you her badge a bit closer. You need a fucking, fucking lesson, <laughs> champion. It's like already in. How? I feel like. Do this, and then the thumb's gotta go. I, I you gotta show me this. This is if, if you if you got a long thumb, it works. I I get you, Max. Yeah, yeah, and you can also you can also get rid of the other one and do the dude. I'm gonna say the dude. The dude. Ah, yes, the dude. The dude. The, the rocker. Dude. The dude. The rocker. The shocker. See, this should all be on Corey's show. <laughs> smooth. Corey, be, wanna talk, be wanna talk about Arsenal or want to talk you. about fingering techniques? Half an hour of fingering <laughs> techniques with Smooth Corey. You know the funny thing, right? All these people on... I don't care. We've been going for long enough. All these people are like, oh, these people said bad things. They're like, oh, he said that this, like all these bad things on Twitter and everyone's like, oh, it's terrible. You shouldn't say things like that. I was like, you should listen to five minutes of fucking ass pros. <laughs> right? We're fucking way worse than the whole internet is blowing up about fucking people saying bad stuff. We're like fingering techniques. Ryan's dick is covered in so much shit it looks like a bear that ate chocolate ice cream because he's a brokeback mountain homosexual. <laughs> like, like, please, world, like, just, just get your hand off it for a while and accept that people are gonna say. Can shit I just say everything funny. that I have said? Max made me say it. <laughs> I, I just sit here. I just sit here listening. My character. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh dear. Right. On that note, again, thanks for everyone in the chat, guys. Thanks for joining in. Uh, we'll see you next week. And where is the off button? <laughs> <laughs>
Arse Brothers production. Follow us on Twitter at The Arse Brothers. Get all our content on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, and SoundCloud at Arse Bros. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to smash that subscribe button.